You are listening to Football and Fluff, where we talk a lot of football and a little bit of fluff. Word play of the day. This podcast is a venue where we discuss college football and its fluff. And I'm Trey. I'm the football. And I'm the fluff. It's time for the cover three question. This is Football and Fluff. This podcast is a venue where we discuss college football and its fluff. We're your co-host, I'm Hank. And I'm Trey. I'm the football. And I'm the fluff. Word play of the day brought to you by Fluff. Word play of the day. Fumble. A fumble is when the offensive player with possession of the football drops it or loses possession of the ball before the play is blown dead or before they score a touchdown. Fumble. Word play of the day. Cam, Cameron T. Russell, EDC, Everyday Cam. Okay, okay. So, okay. And it's wide open for the first time, so... We, we posted up at Caesars Palace, man. We was going to watch basketball, play, really? go out, do some things. You know, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yes, we, got, we, got, we, got a, we got a cabana by the pool oh. for the whole weekend. So, yeah, it's going down, bro. It's going wow, down. It, uh, and you leave it out for March Madness. That's tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, safe yes, travels sir. to you, brother. For sure. Looking yes, forward sir. to it. You, you got to yeah. pick. Uh, you got a pick for the tournament? Um, you know what, man? My my SEC brother ain't gonna be mad at me. You know, we live in Tennessee, you in Florida. Yes, sir. But I'm I'm rocking with the Big Ten teams this year, man. Like, what? like uh I like Mich I was digging Michigan real good to Jay Howard, you know, had the meltdown. Yeah, he did. And um I like them boys from Illinois, man. I watched them Sunday and was like, wow. That's a that's a pretty good team and they tough, uh-huh. you know. So I'm I'm picking my 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 winners like like for March Madness, the first the first two days is when you can make your the most you right. know leeway as far as gaming and stuff goes. So I got a lot of teams out of the Midwest, like uh Loyal Chicago, mm-hmm. um um I think Drake gonna surprise some people. Oh yeah, just different teams. I got, I got that I've been paying attention to all summer. Plus, um, well, all season I got, we got where where my guys play. Yeah, you know that I t- I gotta I gotta ride with them if, if I'm feeling it. So okay, we've we been uh we've been sending out texts and uh making calls all week. You know, Instagram wishing guys well. You know, checking up on them, saying you know, good luck in the tournament. This and yeah, that. So. Sir get a good positive feedback about, you know, how the team feeling and all that. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. 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 
that's pretty much what we based on. Where where are your guys? You got guys in the SEC? Um, yeah, uh, I got two at Florida. Okay. Um, Jason Tobos, Sam Rusevic. I got we got one in Tennessee. We got one playing for Drake. We got one playing for uh, Alabama. Nice. And I think those are the only. Uh, I think those five are the only guys I got. You know, dancing, and then I got like six girls. Okay. Too. So where where are your I, girls playing? Um, got two in Kentucky. Uh, one in Louisville. Um, and the, the rainy right the she just got named ACC Rookie of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. Okay, in Syracuse. Nice. Um, got one in Purdue. Yeah. So I got a pretty good, you know. I'm, I'm nice riding with South Carolina. I mean, it's a, it's yeah, a, well, yeah, for the for the yeah for the women, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But because they they got our homegirl from Toledo playing point. Right, 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 <laughs> right. I got yeah, like Don. She's so tough with it. Like yeah, she like she's sticking with the rules and 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 you know, like she 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 a no social media type coach. You know what I mean? So exactly. none of our, none of our players. She recruited them hard. They liked it, but they didn't want to get into, you know. Okay. They wanted a little more freedom. And she <laughs> run her. She runs her ship tight. Which she is run a tight ship. Tight ship, which is why they continue to win, man. You know? Exactly. Yeah, she's a great coach. Um, I'm hoping to try to get her on, man. But she's. I know everybody's got her on a bucket list, and she's in demand. Yeah. But yeah. uh, I, I remember watching her when she played. And she me played too, me too. Just as yeah. tough as she coached. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. Definitely. So Definitely. tell us, family, what's been going on with EDC? <laughs> EDC, uh, I, can, I can say I'm always in the place to be, man. Um, <laughs> we had that fight three weeks ago. Yes. Um, your guy, he got with us, came out with a great game plan. His corner was... You know, his dad was all he's always on, man. Um, I was really impressed with the way he stuck to his game plan. Like he wanted to work behind his jab and continue to move. You know, he had a little more reach than Ryan. Ryan wanted to get inside, mix it up, and uh, you know, work his short his short punch combinations and stuff, you know, get to the body. But Rob had a good game plan, he was very disciplined. So he did yeah. what he had to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's 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 a great boxer. His dad was a Golden Glove champion. Yeah, when we yeah. were growing up. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, but and and uh, e. e Bunny kind of fight like his dad, and and even better. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's quite impressive, actually. But I I didn't know yeah. how he was going to respond because this was the first time he was without his crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was. That bubble thing was different, man. For boxing, yeah. it was just different. Like, like I, you know, this was the first fight in probably five, six years that we went together. Okay, know, everybody went together, so you know, it dispersed out. Oh, they spread y'all out in the arena. Well, we didn't even know it was no, it was nobody in there. It was there nobody, was nobody there, there, bro. Just okay. two corner, just Rob's corner was there, and I think some of that had to do with. Some of them work uh Broner's corner too. Okay. But uh nah, none of Ryan had his regular coach, you know, he had 
you know, cut men that they brought in or whatever. So not nah, none of his regular people from Tampa down with you were there except right. his coach. Wow. So I didn't know, you know that's kind of different. Like yeah. Yeah, man. Just to, you know, to get it on Showtime, there was, I think that was one of their, uh, they hadn't done that many fights. So okay. they were just getting in like ESPN. They got their thing down to a, to a science because they were the first ones to open back up in the bubble with no that's fans right. and stuff like a top rank over at ESPN. So they had had a lot of run-throughs and knew what to change and, you know, how to do this, make it a little better for this and all of that. But Showtime, you know, they were still kind of feeling their way through it. So gotcha. up there at that casino way out, it was like being in the desert, man. Mohican <laughs> Sun was way out there, bro, way out there. It took us that. An hour to get to it from the airport. It was oh just my goodness! Way out there, snowing, snowing air, snowstorm. You know, it was crazy, bro. <laughs> it was crazy. And I see yeah. uh, EDC is. I looked and saw something on Instagram where you're talking about uh, footwork. You were saying, yeah, it, it was that strictly for uh, defensive backs. I think it was, or were you talking just footwork in general? Every every I I, I say every sport with the exception okay. of golf with the exception of maybe golf there's some footwork to it and okay. hockey and that's because you want skates. Is it a new uh, regiment you're doing, or you just putting out what you've already yeah. been doing? I focus on footwork, like that's how. Got it. Like, uh, I guess we can say that now because the uh, Hall of Fame induction is in August. But my main thing with Peyton was just working on his feet. It was always footwork, footwork, footwork. Um, so I would put drills in to make sure his feet did what they wanted to do in the pocket. Like people okay. would say, Oh, he got happy feet. I'm like, nah, man, we used to work on that. That we put he put that in. So I would add drills to make sure his feet was bouncy. It just it was a comfort thing for him. People thought that was him being nervous. I'm like, exactly. nah, it was a comfort thing. And now everybody does. Nobody talks about happy feet no more, you know, with the exception of maybe Brady because he got his own thing. But, right. you know, them guys were not born with feet like Lamar Jackson and Russell That's Wilson in them. So they had to work at it to be able to move around the pocket and get away. I mean, you got a guy screaming down your neck like Javon Curse for years with the Titans or uh, uh, Ray Lewis or somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, them guys are free athletes. So, you have to work on your footwork a little bit as a quarterback to get out of the pocket. Now, we don't need you to scramble for 20 yards like Lamar and them, Patrick Mahomes, but you got to get out of there, you know, so you can align your body to make a good throw. Make a and play, yes, sir. Yeah. Most of them, most of the greats will tell you if your feet are not in the right position, you're just going to be inconsistent. Exactly. You know what I mean? Uh, on a jump shot, your feet got to be right. Uh, That's right. You know, playing tennis, if they, Point in the wrong direction, you want the ball to go there, it's going where you know your your feet pretty much lead you where you're going. I mean, soccer, it's you know, that's an understatement about exactly. what they do with your feet. So every sport, there's certain footwork that go with it. And I just study, I've been studying that for years, man. So I know which drills to put in. Um right now I got a lot of baseball kids, baseball okay. kids, you know, so we're working on base running how to you know what are you doing if you're going to stretch it you know you got a single and you know you can get the second so you know what is our footwork looking like on the angles coming off the bags um the younger kids they can't take a lead so their foot's on the bag 
and you have to teach them to get some of that. You can apply force into that bag and it'll, with a little inertia, it'll push you out a little bit faster. Like it's, you know, you start getting into physics and you can't explain it to that, that with that, with the terms, but you can kind of, you know, break it down for the kid. And like you want to kind of push off that bag a little bit, that's going to give you a boost. Um, a lot of kids just don't know which foot to lead with. Like if you, you, you know, you, I, I take a prime example. And I know you remember, like Ricky Henderson was the best of all time. Oh, still yeah. a basic, right? <laughs> and you can go back and watch his film and it was the same every time. So I started, doing, you know, looking at some of his, uh, some stuff on YouTube and he was talking about how he used to, uh, he would steal bases blindly, like, like uh, practicing because he knew exactly what his first step was going to be, how much ground it was going to cover, and he had he knew exactly how many strides it took before he was supposed to hit the dirty to his slide. Uh-huh. So he would practice making his steps, getting down to the bag with his eyes closed. That's how he became. I, I'm not going to say he wasn't athletically gifted and all that good stuff, and he didn't put time into his craft, but that was part of it. You know what I mean? Watching film and making sure his footwork was the same all the time. So when kids talk to me about base running, if they mature enough to understand it, I say, hey, go home and Google Ricky Henderson. They like, who? Nice. And I'm like, the greatest of all time at stealing bases. Yes. He will show you how to do it, body lean, how deep you should be, your depth, what your arms should be doing, and when you're supposed to look. Like kids will turn and look at the pitch and the catcher the whole time. And I'm like, you can't get to top end speed turning over there looking at that's right the catcher. That's so right. you have to trust yourself and your technique and get on down. He never looked until the last minute. So, yeah. you know, guys like that, man, footwork, you know, it's it, it plays a part in everything. Well, let's go back, Cam, to something you mentioned earlier about a Hall of Famer. I think the family needs to know that you okay. are actually the trainer for Peyton Manning. And yeah, man, helped you yeah. through his rehabilitation phase when he heard, yeah, and yeah. and the one thing I will say for for clarification, uh, for a point of emphasis, that the footwork techniques that you 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 are, were ahead of your time, because what you taught him back in the day, what they were calling happy feet, that's right. what everybody's doing right now. Exactly. Exactly. There, there's a guy on 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 instagram called the footwork king and when i saw him uh teaching guys i mean it's all nothing like when i played but yeah. it's everything yeah. like you used to teach or that how you teach footwork yeah and they yeah. and they they used to call it happy feet now they call it technique exactly yeah, yeah. And edc you know, like, right. been doing that for a multitude yeah. of years yeah. <laughs> yeah we just we just waited to be Waited until it became something popular, you say. So now it's, oh, that's the thing you want to be coaching now. Right. You know, I'm like, yeah, you know. Keep so back in the day, they used, to, they used to call it bad technique. Right, back in right. The day. Say, oh, he's nervous. He's moving around too much. <laughs> no, you can plant your feet back there if you want to and stand still like a statue. And one of these young guys will let you know real quick. You better get out of the way, you know. So they'll let you know real so, quick. Outside of the NCAA tournament, uh, what else is on the agenda for EDC? Summer's rolling around. Yes. You got things happening now that hadn't been happening in a year's time. Um, 
you know, it's pretty much no baseball last year. No, you know, no, no softball. Uh, you know, I got swimmers that's that are getting back in the mix. Uh, you know, we got we got seven on seven football right now, flag football. They just started their season. Tennessee Wolfpack. Um, they trying to get a little travel time in. And that's mm-hmm. that's one of the going things right now. These guys play seven on seven when they're not in full pads. Yes. Uh, a lot of coaches, a lot of college coaches pay attention to it now. Um, you got guys like uh, Uncle Luke, Luke, Luke Campbell, Snoop. Uh, they were one of the first to, you know, start pushing that, pushing that, pushing that down mm-hmm. in the Florida area. Florida, Tampa, Miami, yes. Orlando, they, they play football year-round, you know. So those guys kind of opened it up, and now everybody wants to get in on it. You got a lot of nice uh, – a lot of got a lot of NFL guys sponsor tournaments. Yeah, and, I see Cam uh, doing some stuff with. Right, 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 right. All those guys sponsor the tournaments and stuff. And you, the better your teams are, like if you're gonna go to a Cam Newton seven on seven, you better have a decent squad, you know, because yeah. you, you, the guys coming up there that's gonna play on TV. You know what I'm saying? They just <laughs> not tackle. We just not tackle. And you see some of the better movement, like footwork, and like when you're playing flag. You can't rely on brute strength or you can't say, well, I'm going right. to just run him over, you know, or I can stiff arm him and, you know, get another 10 yards. It's all in footwork. What are you doing? Can you get away? So a lot of times now, like your NFL guys with uh, kids, like with sons that's coming up through the ranks, getting ready to play, they steer them to seven on seven flag first because for, for a few reasons, it's safer in that you don't start that concussion thing too early. I got you. You know, that that can start the first hit you take with a helmet on. Them hits don't discriminate. So you you can avoid the contact, and it teaches you that I got to work on my shake and bake and spin moves and stuff like that because I this guy can't just – I can't run over him. You know what I mean? So I got to – and give it a little something. Exactly. It, it, it just gives him a little more work, you know. A lot more relaxing for your quarterbacks. They can work on their craft because they don't have to worry about the rush of yes. getting hit. So, yeah, it's it's pretty popular. Yeah. So, pretty so popular. with with that being said, with everything opening back up, so you said you had swimmers <laughs> coming now, baseball players, yeah. softball players. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's good. That's good. It's good. Yeah, to, it's got- good to hear uh, that things are trying to get back to normal. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because last year, this time. Um, you know, March Madness was canceled. Yes. I have I have 15, 20 college basketball players from the area at least two, three days a week. You know, I'm I'm calling coaches like, hey, y'all gonna take care of you. Can I get a hot dog or something <laughs> at the game? Cause you know, we I got McDonald's All Americans and all SCC, all ACC. Uh, guys and girls, because the basketball, the college group is unisex. Basketball is, you know, you know, between males and females, there's no difference. Just the yeah. guys dunk with the rules. Everything's the same. Obviously, the game's the same. So you can put them two together as long as they're mature enough to handle it. Got they can it. train together. Iron sharp as iron. But, you know, we we it, it was so bad. They, was, they were craving competition so bad. Like, you had guys that were seniors to say last year made the big dance and can't play. We would play wall ball once a week. It's this little game we play a lot mm-hmm. with kids, and it and it's a 
a combination of two or three different sports, but you get to take everything that you've been working on during the week, like your footwork and conditioning and put it together to try to win the game. There's always, you know, you got two or three, a guy and a girl, maybe two or three that win a lot, but the competition was getting so heavy <laughs> that I had to start taping it. They was like, Coach Cam, Coach Cam, you got to put the iPad out so just in case we can go to the replay. We can go to the video, <laughs> go to the replay. Like these guys was arguing one day, like whether the ball was out of bounds or not. So I said, hold on, hold on, let's just go to the tape. We pull it up. They make me rewind and put it in slow-mo, Coach. Put it in slow-mo. <laughs> See, it's out. It's out. I won. You know, they going crazy, man. This one at Western Kentucky. This one over here. Tennessee, this and that leaves McCray, man. They argue with each other, you know, playing hard. I mean, hard because they were just wanting some competition, man. Exactly. So I just try to do my part and, you know, keep them halfway sane, you mm-hmm. know, because I know a lot of their parents or whatever. And uh, one of the other guys that I partner up here with local, he's a skills guy, like basketball. He take care of all the skills. I do all the body work, but. Between me and him last year, man, you know, we should be we should be in Indianapolis. Cause exactly. We was we were housing like athletes from all over the country, you know what wow. I mean? Just just trying to keep them rolling, keep them busy, keep them from going crazy, you know, because everybody <laughs> was just cooped up doing nothing. You know, so yeah. Nice. Yeah, and that's night and day difference from last year this time to now. That's good. It's it's good. It it feels different, and it's good to see that everything is moving towards becoming normal again. Right, right. I I hope and pray we keep moving in the same direction, in this direction. (laughs) Yeah. So, Cam, we appreciate you coming by. We know you are traveling, and we wish you safe travels to your destination, but it's always good to hear from you. And if you could just drop a jewel on us for us 50s and over, on something we need to be doing, and then we can get out of here. Talk to us, Cam. What I tell guys over 50 is a lot of times we'll skip a meal thinking we're doing ourselves some justice. Like, oh, I ain't going to eat this one. You know, I'm going to just cut it. Then I'm going to go home later tonight and, you know, get that regular whole thing in with all them calories bunched up together at one time. Mm-hmm. I snack a lot, that, a lot during the day, but coming home, I get that meal, get my calories in, take my supplements, and it does wonders for your brain. As in, I just got rejuvenated. I had a little carb, had some protein, you know, um, water uh, rehydrated me again. Mm -hmm. So I can think sharper. And what I want to say to you is right here. You skip meals, you start to lose energy. You don't have enough you don't right. You don't have enough. The, your calorie count is low. Then you're less productive. Of course, you're not consuming the calories. You may be losing a little weight, but your productivity is down. Like a fighter cutting weight a week out, which yes. is why we got to rehydrate them and feed them and make sure the nutrition is proper. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to fight. So I tell guys over fifty, man, um, do everything in moderation, eat in moderation, but don't skip meals, man. Don't skip meals. Keep your calorie count. Let your body know that it's going to get something else because what happens is if you start skipping and you wait to load up at the end of the day, mm-hmm. your body hoards all those calories because it's afraid that it's not going to get anything else. You don't have it on any kind of schedule. Great advice. 
great information. Stay on a schedule, bro. Stay on some kind of schedule. If it's two meals, three meals a day, you know, I eat five to six times a day smaller. But I got to have a schedule because my body will let me know real quick. Put something in me for the person that kind of uh, puts his body through starvation during the day. And then if you're just holding the calories because your body, the human body is wonderful like that. It'll save you when you, you know, malnourished. It'll save you halfway, try to save you when you freeze and frostbite or something. It does things. Uh, you break your leg, your leg swells up to automatically splint that bone. That's just a reaction of the human body, yes. not just because they want to swell up. You know, that's just what it's doing to kind of protect you. So it'll do the same thing with food. And if you don't get some kind of regimen or schedule, you're just holding calories, man. Yes, sir. You know, and I, I have wheels. to agree with you 100% because I just experienced that. I was fasting for 16 hours a day, did not lose a pound. <laughs> when I stopped, when I stopped fasting between meals for 16 hours a day and ate a consistent, now the weight is starting to come off. Right, because yeah, it jumps so. the metabolism. Your metabolism skyrocketed off of that. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Cam, we really appreciate you. You're already in the living room. Man. I'm at home, Not baby. Fine. I'm at home. <laughs> yes. Oh. And we'll. So when you get back in town uh, from the NCAA tournament. Uh, just come on back by and, okay. and we'll okay. chop it up again. Man, I'd be glad to be here next Wednesday, man. I'm trying to make it, you know, like this is one of my priorities to get this, this thing done and, and have fun with my man because it's always fun, man. So, yes, sir. You yes, know, sir. by the way, I sit that I, that I sit our last show, our last episode to that Hall of Fame guy. He liked it. Nice. So, but- yeah, he, he already, yeah. Okay. Okay. We, yeah. We're, yeah. We'll talk. <laughs> we, we're in the house, baby. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we get there. We get there. All right. Football and Fluff family. EDC everyday camp. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That wraps up this episode of Football and Fluff. Follow us on Instagram at Football and Fluff. Send us an email at Football and Fluff at gmail.com. Tell us about some topics that you would like to discuss. See y'all next week.